If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. If you like your private health insurance plan, you can keep your plan, period. If you are among the hundreds of millions of Americans who already have health insurance through your job, or Medicare, or Medicaid, or the VA, nothing in this plan will require you or your employer to change the coverage of the doctor you have. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Find out what is in it. This is America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290, News Talk 1290KOIL.com, and the News Talk 1290 mobile app. America's Healthcare Challenge is produced and sponsored by E.D. Bellis. Now, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Welcome, my friends, to America's Healthcare Challenge. Hope you're having a great day. I'm so excited to be here again, talking about all the changes that are coming in healthcare and we're, we're going to be focusing on uh, an important voting block as we head into the fall election season that is senior citizens we're going to be taking a deep look this week at some of the things that are related to how seniors um, can af- offset their prescription drug costs medicare part d is a program we're going to be exploring very uh, in depth this week it's part four of our ongoing benefits series um, expose, I guess I could call it, giving you the necessary tools and information that you need to make the difficult benefit decisions and healthcare decisions that are coming as a result of all of the changes here in the Affordable Care Act's aftermath, I like to say it. And uh, joining us here as a guest co-host this week, once again, Stuart Sloan, president of SIG Consulting. Stuart, good morning. I'm really excited about this program today especially some of the topics that we're going to be covering because I think this information is something that a lot of folks that are on these programs might have asked themselves and uh, really excited to help educate the audience. How are you doing today? Good. How about yourself, Sean? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. A beautiful day up here. And uh, the first topic that, that uh, we're going to talk about is we're going to kind of start at the beginning, and, and we're going to help un- audience understand the Medicare Modernization Act Sewer, which um, was passed just right before the time that I started my tenure on Capitol Hill working for the Senate Finance Committee, where that law actually originated. And my uh, direct boss was the person who architected this law through the process. So maybe we'll have to get him on at some time. But Stuart, uh, Medicare Modernization Act, uh, let's take uh, take listeners through that because it's about 13 years ago. I believe it's the last time, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure this is the last time the United States Senate had a tie vote, if you recall. Uh, Dick Cheney had to come through and break the tie on this law. So, Stuart, uh, I'll hand it off to you to, to, to get it started, and I'll chime in with any thoughts that I have. Sure. Yeah, it, it really was an interesting time because not only did uh, the Medicare Modernization Act pass uh, during that uh, I guess, evening session that, that they had to round up the extra votes. But that was the, that was the December in which the Medicare Modernization Act was passed, as well as health savings account were passed also in that same decession session, December session, I'm sorry. Right, right. So let's talk a little bit about that. Uh, so we, we just indicated it was passed in December 2013, uh, 2003, uh, pardon me. It was really a very important addition to Medicare uh, because it was the biggest change. Drug coverage didn't exist before then, and uh, it set up a a new section of Medicare and created a voluntary enrollment piece 
uh, known as Medicare Part D drug coverage, and established the model that's being used today, uh, including a monthly premium, annual deductible, and and the now famous uh, donut hole, which is slowly closing between now and uh, 2018, uh, called the coverage gap. So no, a very important time. I I remember some of the political ads. Thinking back to that, uh, do you recall the one of the the person pushing a grandma in the wheelchair over yeah. the cliff around those times? Very, very difficult times. But let's take a look at the uh, the most important part of that. Well, didn't the Medicare Modernization Act created the Medicare Advantage program too? Did it not? Yes, it did. Okay. But again, our focus today that that's something we're going to cover in the you know in sure. a future program. I uh, so our focus today really is talking about, okay, what is it all about and what is it made up so the listeners can get a sense of where we are today. Uh, It's offered either as a standalone prescription drug program known as PDPs or Medicare Advantage drug plans, as you just mentioned, which is MAPDPs. Medicare drug plans are also referred to by some as Medicare Part D. Uh, And so it varies in terms of premium, benefit design, gap coverage, formularies, and pharmacy networks. Uh, It's really very important. But it's important to take a look at, you know, who is using this, you know, and who who are the recipients. 41 million of the 57 million people on Medicare, that's 71%, they're enrolled in a Part D plan this year, 2016. But 60% are in uh, standalone prescription drug programs. Uh, Then you've got uh, folks that are involved in in low-income subsidies. Uh, Nearly 3 in 10 Part D enrollees at 29%, uh, or about 12 million enrollees, Uh, are getting extra help on this Part D low-income subsidy program that Medicare has and reduces their cost sharing. So after several years of low growth, average monthly uh, uh, prescription uh, uh, drug program premiums uh, for individual standalone premiums uh, increased by about 6% this year. So your average premium is looking around $39 and change. And premiums vary, you know, widely across all regions, across all plans, even among those uh, with the same benefit type. So, These so are some of the differences. Mm-hmm. So, it sounds like there's a lot of options for folks um, in, in the Part D marketplace. How are people using the, this coverage? Um, well, people are using this coverage, uh, you know, to handle their out-of-pocket expenses if they're folks that are. Uh, just individual purchases of uh, Medicare. If uh, they're in a group, obviously the group has group coverage and has to be equivalent coverage for people that are 65 and older if they're still on the group. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that's a, that's an interesting point. Um, do you think um, seniors in general are, are really aware of, of their options that they have? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's something that they look forward to during this open enrollment period that's about to start uh, October 15th. They're very aware of what they're spending, uh, what the changes potentially could be, uh, and they're interested in, in doing the right thing because of their, their out-of-pocket costs. And, and I think most of your focus, uh, Sean, since we've been doing this, is on the Accountable you know, Care Act. So it's really important for the folks to understand 
that part of that affecting them, that segment of the population, the out-of-pocket non-deductible expenses was 7.5% of adjusted gross income. Now with the ACA, it's increased to 10% of their adjusted gross income. So they're more out-of-pocket than they have been before the ACA was passed. So they're very cognizant of these of these plans, what their out-of-pocket liabilities are. They're very careful in, in what they select uh, so that it meets their needs as these changes occur You know, since 2010, year to year. This is a very important period of time for them. Totally. And, and do you think um, this year in particular, we've, we've reported here on the show and talked many times about how 2017 is such an important year. Uh, how do you think 2017 is going to play out for, for many it, of these folks? It, it's going to be a bear. Uh, and I think the most important uh, uh, part uh, as we get into this next little segment, uh, you know, the question here is, will your prescription medications be covered next year? I think probably some of the best advice we can give to folks is to gather their prescription drugs, uh, the name of the drugs, the doses that they take, and go to Medicare.gov. And Medicare.gov will give them up to three options to look for uh, in their geographic area in terms of things for the Medicare Part D program to see which one makes sense for them based upon the plans, the formularies, the pricing. Uh, and this is the time to do it, uh, not to wait till October 15th. Do it now so they know what their, you know, what their liability is. Uh, if there's a battle going on, Sean. This is between drug companies that are trying to make as much money as possible and insurers that are trying to drive down drug prices. And unfortunately, your listeners, the consumers, are, are caught squarely in the middle. Right. And it's a, it is a, a bear, as you, as you said. Uh, I think that's great uh, advice. I'm on the Medicare.gov website. looks like it's a lot cleaner than, than it was the last time I've checked it out. So easy for, for people to enter, enter, enter their information and I think this exercise is something that is really important for people to do so they can do the necessary calculations that they need to do. Stuart, we're up against a timeout. Uh, when we come back, we want to get into um, the things you're seeing in the marketplace as far as tiers and costs and coinsurance and mm -hmm. um, some advice that we can share with the listeners because these are really important terms and I also want to talk a little bit more about what you also identified in as far as the changes in adjusted gross income from 7 to 10 percent. Maybe mm -hmm. we could give an example of what that might actually look like in dollars and cents for some people out there. Uh, because okay. I, I think it's important that people, as they approach this retirement age, uh, think about health care costs as to how they affect retirement because there are serious dollar amounts that, that can be in play. And so with Stuart Slonen, president of SIG Consulting, my name is Sean McGuire. This is America's Healthcare Challenge. We're coming up on our fifth birthday. Really excited about that. You're going to, uh, if you want to learn more, check out our best of hits that was just released on our SoundCloud page where you can read, read and uh, hear more of Stuart and our other contributors, including uh, our fantastic producer, uh, Matthew James here on the program as well, Matthew Barris, uh, keeping things running. We'll be right back.